Welcome to the Kingstonist Podcast, a daily look at news, sports, and all things Kingston. Brought to you by Taylor Audubon. When you buy a certified pre-owned from Taylor Automall, it means you have the backing of Canada's number one pre-owned sales brand. It also means that with your purchase, your vehicle will go through a rigorous 150 plus point inspection, comes with manufacturer's warranty, has 24 hour roadside assistance, and comes with a one-time exchange privilege. We have over 80 certified pre-owned on our lot right now. All makes, all models, anything you need. Certified pre-owned vehicles and Taylor Automall, above and beyond industry standards. And welcome to 15 Minutes With, uh, brought to you by the Taylor Auto Mall. And I'm pleased to be joined by Scout Watkins, Watkins Southward uh, from Kingston, who is uh, going to Queens this fall and uh, uh, graduated from LaSalle Secondary and is going to be playing for the for the Queens Gales Women's Hockey Program. Mm-hmm. And uh, Scout, welcome, welcome to Venture Club. Thank you so much for having me. So, uh, Scout, I know that... Um, Prior to you deciding to come to Queens, you had been recruited heavily and and thought at one time you might be going to Concordia. Um, yeah. What made you change your mind about? Uh, and I'll, I'll say this because I, I coached at Queens for a long time. I really liked the facility at uh, Concordia. I always hated playing there, <laughs> but uh, love the facility there and and seems like a pretty cool school. But what what made you decide to to stay at, stay at home? Yeah, um, it wasn't anything about uh, the fantastic hockey program. Yeah. I love the coaching. I love the team that I met, and the school is great. I just uh, I thought it would be better, and I could develop more and grow as a person if I was closer to closer to home. And um, I still am pushing my comfort zones, yeah. but I know um, Queens has also gotten a fantastic program and I'm super excited to be a part of that now. And um, I knew when I took my tour of Queens, it just felt right. And uh, I think the home piece at the beginning was like, oh, I don't want to stay close to home at all. And then when the time started coming, I, I thought, you know what? I think I think this is going to be where I'm going to be most successful. And uh, that feeling of this is where I belong spoke to me a lot at Queen's. Now, you're a student athlete, so the student comes first. Yeah. Uh, tell us what uh, about the program you're entering for first year. Yeah, so um, I'm going into general arts and science, and I'm uh, taking some health courses, some environmental courses, global development, and uh, leadership and communication class as well. So I'm kind of all over, all over the spectrum here, and um, I'm super excited to kind of find what I'm uh, most passionate or most interested in learning and specialize in my upper years. But right now, I'm just going to go and see what what I like cool. the best, yeah, 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 what I'm interested that's, that's in. That's what first year is all about. Absolutely. And you're going to have, as I was saying to you off air, you're going to have to take Psych 101, which yes. is, that is, that, that is still, I have nightmares about that. Yeah. So last year with the Junior Ice Wolves, you had yeah. 17 goals for 34 points, mm-hmm. uh, and you guys won a bronze medal uh, yeah. in the Ontario Championship yeah. uh, playdowns. Was was the bronze medal? Was that, did you guys, uh, was that a, a great achievement or was it a bit of a disappointment? Um, honestly, it was a little bit of a disappointment. Um, we had been, uh, we did a, we had a great season and it was, uh, just a bittersweet ending and uh, we were happy we ended it off with a win and we got a medal, but, um, for sure we always want to strive for a little bit better and, um, it would have been great to take the gold medal, but 
on that weekend, a different team was better. And uh, that's what happens in the game of hockey. Yeah, it could uh, go anyway. Absolutely. And you know what? The one little empty net goal that trickled down the ice is what uh, booted us to the bronze medal game. So yeah. nothing I can complain about. It was a fantastic season. But, of course, we would have uh, liked to end it on a little bit of a better note. Sure. Now yeah. it's going to be a big transition. Hockey-wise, yeah. uh, going from from Ice Wolves to uh, OUA hockey, what have you been doing to prepare yourself for that jump? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I've been uh, training actually with uh, Queens, uh, the strength and conditioning, uh, every morning at seven a.m. So I've been going to those uh, workout sessions there, and I've been actually doing on the days that there's uh, conditioning out on the turf field. I go to the weight room after and do uh, my own little workout with Colin or Evan or any of the strength and conditioning coaches. And it's been great. It's, I feel great and I know I'm getting stronger yeah. and I love it so much fun. And to be there with all the other athletes is, is pushing me to be better and challenging me. So that's awesome. And it's a great um, aspect to this training. So it's, yeah. And, so, and yeah. you've got a bit of a comfort zone in that uh, you've got a couple of former teammates uh, you'll be playing with. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I know uh, Kat Jalink and Shelby Sly that are uh, here on the team already, and I'm training with them too, and I played with them a couple of years ago. So yeah, that is that's cool. awesome. Yeah. Now, when you were in high school, uh, you played uh, on the school volleyball team, the basketball yeah. team, you played <laughs> soccer. Yeah. Uh, you were a gold medalist skier. Uh, we were talking about uh, yeah. Snow Ridge uh, yep. off there. <laughs> What what was it about hockey that uh, over all the other sports? Uh, why did you choose hockey to, to to pursue that at a higher level? Well, hockey was the sport that from I always joke I could I say I say I could skate before I could walk. <laughs> <laughs> so I was right off the get go. My parents taught me how to skate, and I have little photos of me sitting there eating my lunch in the snowbank with my hockey gear on, like right from the beginning. So. Um, it's always been a huge passion of mine and just I've had such a strong love for the game. And even before I could uh, could play hockey, I would be watching hockey, talking about hockey, everything hockey. And um, then when I did start playing other sports, I, of course, loved them and enjoyed playing them, but it, nothing compared to hockey. And um, a big tell was after every season of hockey ended, all, all the tears came. It was just heartbreaking for me to um, give up that team and yeah. keep moving on. But that's uh, that was also a great thing as well. And I'm so excited for this next chapter. And um, it's hockey's – I can just feel the drive, and it's so exciting, and I absolutely love it. <laughs> now, uh, you're a right winger, but, but yeah. it, you know, really in, in hockey, it doesn't matter what position, but yeah. uh, so in, in hockey, who are the players that you sort of emulate? Who, who do you try to uh, decide to have your game look like? Yeah, um, I absolutely uh, adore Haley Wickenheiser, and um, I've actually had some contact with her growing up. I She had this website that I went on to to learn how to do some skills and little tricks to get better. So she's always been one of my huge idols, and the hard work and just the drive and um, her competitiveness and determination, I've always like aspired to that. And um, I watch all of her interviews and everything, and so she's probably one of the number one of my idols, I yeah. guess. So yeah, her and of course other, uh, local players as well. Um, my captain from a couple of years ago, uh, Brianna Gaffney, she's a great role model on and off the ice. And, um, she always demonstrated by example. So I'd say her as well. She's 
taught me so, so much. And she welcomed me that first year in junior and taught me work hard always and all this, all these great lessons. And, um, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and who's, and who've been your, uh, sort of, uh, around Kingston who have been, have been your big influences. You know, you can talk about former coaches and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Um, for sure. My junior coach, Troy Sweet, he's been fantastic. And as well, Matt, Matt Holmberg here, he has... Yeah, you bet, Matt's beside you, so you better... Yeah. <laughs> no. He's, he's listening. <laughs> <laughs> no, but growing up, he, uh, we did a lot of skates with the Queens team and that was for me huge. I remember being so excited for those. And um, so he was a fantastic role model and idol and he uh, coached a fantastic team and had a great culture with uh, Queens. So that was huge as well. And all my coaches growing up, um, they've taught me so much, each different. And um my dad as well. He yeah. coached me when I was younger and he's taught me a lot of things about hockey and um, got that passion started for me when I was quite young. So, yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Matt, do you mind just coming in to, by the mic? I'm uh, okay. just uh, going to ask Matt a couple of questions. Uh, going into your 14th season with the Gales for the 11th as uh, head coach, um, you guys going to be any good this year? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I guess it sounds... Uh, a little arrogant if I said yes right off the top, but but I, I believe so. Yeah. I, I you know we uh, I, I guess the record speaks for itself. Uh, you know, the last ten years, we I think there's only been one season where we didn't finish in the top four, uh, made the playoffs every year, and and competed for that uh, tough to achieve OUA championship almost every year, right? So um, we lost uh, some key players, um, a couple leading scorers, and our number one goalie. So on paper, you think holy smokes, but. Every year we, we seem to just stay up uh, up there and, and that's a testament to the players that we have stepping into new roles, but also the players like Scout that, that come in and uh, make an, a difference right away. And so, they, can, they can hit the ground running basically. hundred yeah. percent. And we're very careful with our recruiting. We, we certainly don't want to rush anybody coming in in their first year. We don't put uh, lofty expectations on them, but we try our best to try to bring in players who have that commitment, who have that internal motivation um, and obviously you have the skill level that they can step in and, and, uh, learn the ropes on the fly as it were. And I think scout's a great example of that. I, I look at, uh, you know, I went to the, uh, final game of the men's game between Guelph and, and Queens. And, uh, when Chris McDonald and I were coaching, we went to a final four, but I look at, you know, the game we played against Toir back in 2000 compared to what we saw last March the hockey is so much better than it was in, in my, you know, even though I'd like, Oh yeah, it was way better when I coached, <laughs> but it's not, I mean, the game is so much better now in your 14 years, you must've seen the game progress greatly. Absolutely. Um, and I think that uh, it, it starts right, right at the grassroots. I think that just about every uh, female hockey uh, organization across the country uh, is doing a much better job. And that's just a function of the, the growth of the f female game. Yeah. And so um there were great coaches and great players 15 years ago, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I just don't think that there was the depth of quality that you see now. And exactly. uh, and that has expanded the game. Um, you know, every team has got a dynamite fourth line now, and, and that's exciting to see. And uh, uh, players are, I think, I think more dedicated to hockey. I think 15, 20 years ago, it was a bit more of a multi-sport, and they did hockey as well. Now they're committing themselves more to hockey um, so the skill level is much higher as well. And, and then also what's what's also improved is, I think, just the support uh, by schools like Queens and, and others around you know, the country in terms of the resources they put into the program. For women's hockey in general, uh, one of the criticisms of the, the world championship is that a lot of the uh, uh, 
other countries other than Canada and the United States, their, their, their hockey federations don't do enough for the women's game. How, how, do, how, is, how has Hockey Canada stepped up its game in your time coaching at Queen's? Yeah, I've been uh, familiar with uh, a lot of um, initiatives that Hockey Canada started because they, they recognize that, geez, if we don't help some of these countries, uh, we're, we might be booted out of the Olympics. Yeah. So I'm aware of them sending um, uh, coaches and players over to those other countries, the tier two countries, if I can put it that way, sure. to help them develop their programs. I know there's a summit in Finland every year. I think it's midsummer. Um, where all these countries come together. Uh, I was part of a program a couple of years ago with Hockey Canada in Calgary where they effectively brought an all-star team in of those almost tier three countries. There were players from Hungary and, and Switzerland and Japan and some others, and they created an all-star team and had those players play against some of Canada's best. So um, Hockey Canada is, is using some of its resources and clout to, to actually bring some of these other countries up, which, which may seem counterintuitive, because we're at the top, but at the same time, it's it's best for the growth of the game. Absolutely, right? and and in in terms of uh, the OUA, uh, my observation is that there has been a lot of parity in the in the league, certainly in the last decade. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Ten years ago, same three teams typically, um, but now uh, there's 13 teams in the league, so we're, we're expanding our, yep. our league, which is outstanding. Uh, eight of those made the playoffs. They're really good teams that don't make the playoffs. And then I know it sounds cliche, but it's similar to the NHL. I mean, you make the playoffs and go on a three-week run and you can win an OUA yeah. championship. Yeah. Um, it's it's that tough. And and obviously uh, you want to win some more games than not, um, but the parity, it, it, it makes the league much more exciting. And camp gets underway right after Labor Day. Uh, yeah. So we've got a week of, of more admin uh, meetings, off-ice testing, that sort of thing. Uh, our skates will touch the ice for the first time on September 9th. And then it's, uh, we don't take them off hopefully until late March because yeah, that, if, if that's the case, <laughs> that means we're, we're still playing. So that's, that's good. Well, great. Well, I wish you, uh, the best success and scout. Uh, I, I really uh, wish the best for you and I'll be able to see you play this year. And, uh, thank you very much to the both of you for coming in. Yeah. Thank you so much. Okay, yeah, thanks for the Take time. care guys.